Hello, stackers. This is Rhett, the Dungeon Master for Stack of Dice, and I'm joined today by... Meredith, not as Tira Ironstag. But as Meredith. Yeah. Before we get into the content for this special episode, I wanted to ask you how things are going. I know everybody's on lockdown here in the U.S. How has that been for you, and how are you dealing with it? Um, It's odd. Obviously, there are parts of my life that have changed quite a bit. Obviously, our worship services have been suspended, at least at the public gatherings, um, there's not much else that's open besides grocery stores, so the nowhere to go really. But other than that, I, I haven't, I haven't minded it very much. I love actually having the the three of you home with me. Um, the kids are home obviously since their school is suspended. They haven't quite closed school for the entire year yet. I think that might be inevitable. They just don't want to say it yet. Yeah. But they are home. They've been home now for almost a month, which I've actually loved having them home with me. I've loved having you home with us. Um, We've had nice weather, so it's been possible to at least go outside, you know, take walks in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. That's been a big part of our time here is getting outside more. Yeah, yeah. We've just been going outside more. We have a a bit of a backyard and a front yard. We live back in a nice residential subdivision, so it was sidewalks. So just walks in the neighborhood have been nice. Um, But otherwise, I'm, I'm content to stay safe at home. I'll be glad when things get back to normal, certainly. Don't misunderstand me. Um, I do miss people, and I miss having things to do and places to go and people to see, but it's been fine. Good. It's been fine. Good. Glad to hear it. I hope you all are staying safe at home and everybody's staying safe out there. We, I tell you, just as I was getting our... As I was getting my microphone set up just for this recording, I turned to Rhett and I said, oh, I miss this. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting down in front of the microphone, we miss you guys. Yeah. We were really looking forward to being able to get back to normal with this podcast and have our regular usual play episodes for you all. Yeah. Um, and I think we only have, I'm estimating, two more episodes before we wrap the season. We were that close. I know. <laughs> oh, no. And our and the, uh, the Comic-Con is probably... Definitely not happening. Oh, yeah. It's been called off a that long time ago. I you got an email about that that yep. it was called off. Yeah. So that's a bummer that we're not going to get to do the Comic-Con again this year and get to talk with people and meet some of our local stackers. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad it's been bearable for you, and I'm glad that it's not been as difficult as I feared it might be. On me or just on, in general? On, in general. Mm. Yeah. Certainly for me, being able to get out and walk pretty much every day has been... A good relief. Yeah, because you've been walking rain or shine. Yep. And there has been rain. There has. <laughs> and wind. And wind. Oh, my goodness. It almost got blown sideways yesterday. Yeah. As we were talking this morning, trying to figure out what we wanted to do for special content in the next week or two, I suggested the possibility of going through our inventories. I was talking with Thane about the idea, and he said, hey, we could call them Inventories. I thought that was genius. I love it. Yeah, and it's perfect because character sheets really do become little bits of history. And as you start to build things up, as you start to accumulate things, you'll remember back in different parts of the story where these things came from. And so what we're going to do in this and our next few episodes, next couple episodes, is we're going to go through each player's inventory for their character and just talk about the things in it. What what do they mean? Favorite thing? Least favorite thing? Uh, you know, just whatever comes to mind. Where did these come from? And 
you know, as we go, we'll kind of relive the story a little bit. So I thought it was kind of a fun way to maybe recap a little bit, but also just to remind the players of what they have in their inventories. <laughs> I, I actually kind of, I'm, I'm really bad about not looking at my sheet before a game and re-familiarizing myself with what all I have and what all I can do. Mm-hmm. So I've probably missed some pretty major opportunities. In fact, one of our listeners had to remind Rhett that I had a second rage, or, or no, second a second attack. attack. Yeah, once I had leveled up to a certain point, I think it was maybe six or seven, that I gained a second, the ability to attack twice in my turn, and I'd completely forgotten about that. And he apparently had been like shouting at his computer or his phone saying, do your second attack. So that was helpful. I appreciated <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. All right. So what we're going to do is just pop down to the inventory section of your character All sheet. All right. And if you'll just start at the beginning and as things come to mind, or if I think of something to chip in, we'll do that. And maybe you can describe these things too. You know, if you don't have anything particular to say, maybe you could try and say what it looks like now that you're nine levels in. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I started off with leatherworking tools and a shovel. And I guess some common clothes. Now, the leatherworking tools were... Those are my mother's. That's right. And honestly, I have, over the course of the series, at a couple different points, I can specifically remember thinking, how can I pull my leatherworking tools out? Are they going to help me somewhere? Because I just think it would be a cool thing to feature those. And maybe I haven't been thinking creatively enough, but I have not yet found myself in a situation where I thought the leatherworking tools would make sense to bring out. Well, you know, there'd be no problem with, you know, while you're traveling or especially at, when you're resting in the evenings. Oh yeah. All those rests we get. <laughs> you're, you're settled around a campfire or you're in an inn or something, you know, there, there's time to do those things because you're not go, go, go all the time. I know it. Like I said, I probably haven't been thinking creatively enough about it. I haven't been looking for just quiet times to take it out and fiddle with it. I've been trying to I've, I've been trying to think of times when it would have been like useful to bring out as part of the action. You know, we're we're up against some kind of a, a obviously not in battle. I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to in battle. Something like, hang on, let me get my leatherworking tools. That's not what I mean. But just other little obstacles and other little challenges we've come up against. Um, try to think of times when it would make sense to bring those out. And every single time I'm like, nah, I don't think I would. Yeah. Those really wouldn't make sense to bring out. Now, I should still, I should still, particularly as this quest is intensifying and going on so long, it, it would make sense to maybe put into Tira's downtime the desire to get those out just to feel connected with home again. Yeah. So I'll try and remember that. Yeah, good. Because uh, really, a leatherworking tool kit would probably have some awls and p- uh, punches right. and I'm dies. Right, I'm it's just like little tink, tink, tink Exactly, things. like a little hammer that you could tap in so you could tool. Mm-hmm. Studs uh, and things like that. Tool some leather with some little patterns. You know, just any... Anything you would like to do with it, maybe you could make a like a like a leather armband or something that you could wear. And then <laughs> the thing I keep forgetting, I have these bracers of archery, but we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, so there's just ways to do it. It's being mindful of what you have, reminding yourself before a game. Maybe it wouldn't be a bad idea to have a separate note sheet that you write up just before the game, and keep it separate from your character sheet where yeah. everything jumbles together. These are the three things that I'd like to accomplish in this game, or these are three things that I'd like to try and do. Yeah. 
um, or to keep at the forefront of my play. That could be a fun way to do it. Maybe because there'd be so little on the sheet, it would be easier to keep up with. Very true. What about the shovel? Anything special about that? The shovel, I guess that was just kind of standard straight out of the player's handbook that would just be something I had. I have literally never thought of using that. (laughs) Yeah, you haven't. I haven't. There's There's been no real occasion for digging that I can think of. Well, it would be great for uh, grilling on. <laughs> you just, <laughs> it's got a stick, you got a metal thing. You exactly, just, put just your, hold that right over yeah. the flame, man. <laughs> and really, you haven't had a need for it, I guess. No. Maybe I'll suggest trench warfare for the upcoming <laughs> battle with the Reavers Army. I'll get started right I'll now. I'll get started right now. We have overnight before they're going to be here. This is the longest night of our lives, for real. We have three feet of trench <laughs> for the battle next I'll month. I'll stand in it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Um, yeah, so the shovel has just kind of been an incidental. I should maybe try and find a way to offload that or something. I don't know. but It's, it's a practical tool, so s- sure as I get rid of it to make room for something else, I can see him with his DM's grin over there. Now, belo- directly below that, and I must have inserted this somehow. Maybe there was something there originally that wasn't that, that I lost. Because I can't imagine why this would be so high up in my list, but mint green shirt is the next thing on my list, and that ah, was the mint green shirt that was acquired, as you will recall, a few episodes in. I did not have that at the start of the series. <laughs> that is the mint green shirt that I stole out of Rebecca's suitcase in <laughs> Flenmore when he then snuck up behind me and scared the living daylights out of me. <laughs> Me, not Tira, although I guess Tira was pretty flustered too, but I was legitimately freaked out when Rhett started going, Tira Ironstag, what are you doing? And I was like, ah! I was not expecting that at all. I did not know how to react. And I was still pretty green mm-hmm. as a player at that point. I mean, that was literally two or three episodes in. It was about uh, seven or eight, I think. Maybe, really? Maybe more than that. Well, yeah, because we did have a pretty good long travel yeah. to Flenmore. Flenmore started, yeah, there. I think Flenmore started at about 10, somewhere in there. Really? Yeah. Because wow. the Witch Doctor episode, the Plague Doctor yeah. is 15. Yeah. So I think it was about 10 that you finally got into Flynnmore and I started see. moving around. Well, still, yeah. 10 out of, what are we at now, 100 75. and something? Oh, really? <laughs> 75 actual play episodes, oh, gotcha. but another 60 or so special content. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so I really did not know how to react to that, and he was actually kind of scaring me. <laughs> I remember that was funny, man. <laughs> um, common clothes, which I'm not exactly sure what those would be, just what I wore all the time. Yeah, sure. Uh, well, Before, like whatever I was wearing when we set out on mm-hmm. this thing. Yeah. Uh, what would that look like? Would it be fairly drab miner's clothes or? Yeah. I mean, I wasn't wearing anything fancy and I wasn't a warrior at that time. So I wouldn't have been wearing anything particularly um, impressive looking. I just imagined some kind of, you know, rough cloth trouser you know, uh, and some leather boots, I suppose, which didn't those get tossed over into the... <laughs> To the ocean to appease the gods or something. Yeah, when when you were fighting the pirates, yeah. Peter decided to throw them overboard. That's right. That was hilarious. <laughs> and he was like, then he tried to apologize, and we we're like, no, no, that was awesome. Do that. <laughs> that was so funny. But yeah, so I imagine that her starting outfit was pretty um, unremarkable. Mm-hmm. Just a broadcloth trouser and and leather boots. 
and it's like a white or a cream, it's like a natural fiber colored working shirt, you know, nothing, uh, nothing particularly okay. noteworthy. Good. Uh, my great axe is on here. My original great axe. We've never really talked about what that looks like. What kinds of thing? Is there anything distinctive about it? Does that does it have the iron stag imprinted on it somewhere, like like your father's hammer? Huh. I hadn't really thought of it. Like a maker's mark, almost. I suppose it could. I'm trying to think where that would be. It could be where the the collar, where the head joins the haft of the axe. So most axes have the blade and then it narrows and then uh-huh. comes to an iron collar or metal collar that right. slips over the haft of the wood. Uh-huh. And then a wedge is driven in the top to split the wood out to make it so it doesn't come off. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could have it maybe on that collar or, sure. or on the blade itself. You know, it's, it's up to you really. Uh, maybe on the blade at the narrow end close to the collar. Yeah. Whatever it is. I'm not sure what the nomenclature of parts yeah. of the ax are. It makes sense. Sure. And I don't imagine it being anything big and ornate, just almost like a stamp, mm-hmm. you know, right up close to there, uh, just as an impression in the iron when it was still warm. Yeah, good. Um, and it's a double, is it, is it a double bladed axe? That's up to you. Oh, I thought it was. I was it's assuming that it was- completely up to you. You know, and I'm trying to remember though, the one that I, I think the one that I, when I- did the mock-up on Hero Forge. I'm pretty sure I used, I chose a double-bladed okay. axe. Yeah, that's fine. I'll double-check that, but... All right, so I have on here Light Hammer, which I need to erase because I am now Light Hammerless. Mm-hmm. I tossed one away in a fight sometime a long time ago. That was uh, in Setharban at Jama oh, when yeah. you were on the prison wall, and you threw your hammer at a guard, and it went sailing off into the sand. Are you sure about that? Because yep. I, w- I remember that... That whole prison infiltration as going flawlessly. Like I tossed it and it just went bing, right? It's like whatever I threw a rock or something at him. And it just, cause I remember I snuck in and because everything was going perfectly fine until Peter and Bash stormed the front door. And I was like, <laughs> you were idiots. I had him. Whether or not you hit, I don't remember, but your hammer, I never picked it up your hammer is in the sand yeah, outside where the city was. I never picked it up again. And then the second light hammer, because I had two. Um, originally, and the second one I tossed into the cloaker and did not retrieve. Yeah, just a few episodes ago. Yeah. So I need to get rid of that light hammer because that's no longer a thing that I have. Uh, I've got a backpack, which I've only mentioned a few times. Like I get my backpack down to get my star stone out or something. I reach in my backpack to pull this out. Mm -hmm. I've never really thought of it as being anything much. And really, I mean, honestly, it may just be a bunch of cords tied around everything that I've got. Just going to kind of slip this in there. We just tied onto that. And I don't know. I see Tira as being fairly well organized. Yeah. Yeah. She, she wouldn't want to look like a rag bag. She is the daughter of a chieftain after all. I am after all. <laughs> you know, is the backpack big? Does it have lots of pockets? And I things? would definitely imagine it being almost, you know, like. Like a camping backpack? I guess. I mean, I'm th- like. Thane's backpack that he bought for school that just has pockets on pockets on pockets and, and uh, other stuff. So it's something that has a, a fairly large main sack and then just all kinds of little pockets and compartments outside and in. Good. So I do imagine that a lot of the stuff is just kind of in there. I don't 
know that she has time in all this to have a little nook for every single thing in the backpack. Yeah, and I can imagine it being a canvas bag. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah definitely a, a heavy waterproof broad cloth of some yeah. kind. Keep that water out. Yeah. What's next? Uh, bedroll is next, which we haven't had much chance to use lately. And not just because we haven't had any long rests, but also because uh, most places where we have stopped to sleep or rest, they, they put us up somewhere. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't much call for hauling out the bedroll. Yeah. Uh, mess kit. Usually, uh, like when I've seen them on sale at sporting goods stores, it'll be like, imagine a, a two-part, like a clamshell metal thing. And so you basically got two bowls or shallow bowls Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then like a a metal fork and a metal knife and a metal spoon that fit into the handle. So when it all goes together, it's one one piece. It's just kind of one compact thing and then it's got all your stuff in there. In fact, usually, don't they usually, it's like the fork and spoon are one thing. So it's like fork on this end, spoon on that end and you have a knife so that you can, if you need to cut. Right. I've seen ones like that. And it's usually out of like an aluminum or some lightweight metal. Yeah, very, very light. Uh, tinderbox, which I guess is really only, we only need that for lighting these torches. Mm-hmm. Or any campfires that you might ever make. True. You've used it in the past for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there anything distinctive about your tinderbox? Maybe it also has the iron head, or the iron head. <sighs> Maybe it also has the iron stag stamp on it somewhere. Nice. yeah. Probably some dings and dents from all the flailing around I've done. And <laughs> 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 all the traveling. I really have not been doing a good job of keeping track of how many torches I've used. I I started with 10, mm-hmm. and I have nine written down here. So I definitely thought to actually, because I think that was the one at the very, very beginning when I was tromping off in search of the bandits or whatever, and I lit a torch, and then I think I rolled a one on something, and so I dropped the torch almost immediately. <laughs> After lighting it and then broke my leg. Um, Sprained it. Sprained it. Sorry. (laughs) So I I may have nine torches left. I may have less. I haven't really been keeping track of that, but I have nine on my sheet. Yeah. Okay. Actually, I think usually when people talk about lighting torches, it's usually bash. Like Michael's all the time saying, I'm going to light a torch. And I'm like, really? You want to draw attention to us as we were sneaking into this place? (laughs) Yeah. He's been the big one for that. Uh, Like when, when you camped on the way to Flynnmore. He set up several in a perimeter. Right. Yeah. yeah, we stuck like a like a four cornered perimeter around us. Once once we get to his inventory episode, I am going to be very you have negative seven torches. Yeah, I'm going to be very interested to see what he has on his sheet. <laughs> Probably still has ten. Yeah. Anyway. Um. All right. Now the next column is all stuff that has been added since the beginning. So most of that, except for the mint green shirt, was all stuff that I started off with. You have to remind me where I picked this, these up. The, the two bracers, the bracers of archery, were those a gift from somebody after we did something or did we find them? Boy, that's a good question. The bracers of archery, what were the most recent bracers you got? That was, you got a set of bracers, I don't remember. I have more than one set. So these two bracers might not be the bracers of archery that I'm talking about here? No, I think, I think that's it. Hmm. Must not have been a very interesting plot point. <laughs> I know. I, I forget. I think it was a gift of some kind, but it wasn't just now when the wolf Watani gave us stuff. No, because you got armor and a ring. Yes. That's what you took there. So it was at some point prior to that, and it wasn't in 
the mummy's cave because that's coming up next, I think, on your sheet. Yes, the mummy helmet is what I got there. We're gonna have to do some remembering stackers. If you remember where, where yeah, if you guys remember where the where the bracers of archery uh, came to me from, please let us know because I don't remember. All right, so next yes. is the mummy helmet, and that is that is a helm of telepathy, which I've used once <laughs> or twice. But it was all in the same. I think I used it twice technically, but it was all in the same circumstance. It was mm-hmm. all kind of in the same episode. Trying to read the barbarian's mind. Yes. Yeah. I think I used it once when we were in the heat of battle and uh, got nothing but an impression of just pure hatred and, and evilness. And then I used it again while we were chasing him to the tower. And didn't get any more out of it. <laughs> there was really nothing there but bad evil. Uh, and where did you get that helmet? Do you remember? Well, I mean, wasn't that... It was in the final mummy room on that Halloween episode that we did after I vanquished the thing because that was an awesome fight for me. That was a good rolling day for you. It was. Yep. And uh, yeah, you actually, I think, landed the killing blow on the mummy. Yeah. And each of you got some things out of mm-hmm. that. But um, yeah, yours was the helmet. Yeah. I forget if it was on the mummy or like in his little casket or something. It was in that room, in yeah. that chamber. All right. Um, oh, I guess there was a couple more things in here that were just standard issue. I've got the 50 feet of rope, which has been has come out a couple of times for various different reasons, usually to help us keep track of each other. Mm-hmm. In the fog. Yes. Um, my water skin. I have down here four javelins, but I think I've lost those now, too. I I've think you've them. only lost one. Really? Yay, I still have some javelins. I think you have three. Now, where those are, I have no idea. I know, like, where am I carrying all this stuff? I'm only four foot two. You're, uh, you're walking along with ski poles. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. You can see that. All right, so after that is my desert wear. Because remember when we were in Jama. Jama, when we were in Jama, and... It was just so hot. It was very unlike the climate that I was used to. Any of us, none of us were really dressed for that. And so we purchased some more weather-appropriate clothes while we were in the city. Actually, you may have gotten those in Ankar, now that I think about it, before you headed out and went to the mummy cave. Yeah, because I remember traveling in them for a bit. Yeah, so I think you got some in Ankar, but then in Jama, as you were preparing to go to see the vizier. Right, then we got the fancy stuff. That's right. I think, did you have Desert Clothes Plus there, or is that Thane Sheet? Uh, this is probably Thane Sheet. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I didn't um, designate anything like that. Yeah, but you got a newer, fancier set of clothes there that, what, do you remember what happened to that? I do remember. I gave them to somebody. Do you remember who? She was an attendant, I think, or a maid. I forget. It was somebody there in... I remember giving them away. Yes, uh, to in Sadia's village. The depression in the earth where there were caves all around this huge yes. crater. You gave your fancy silk uh, Jama robes to, yes. to somebody there. Yes. I think she was somebody who had been attending me. And I just figured, Tira figures she's never going to use this stuff again. And it's just going to be fluff in her backpack that she never is going to wear. She's not a silk robe kind of a gal. And with my kind of folk hero background, kind of a woman of the people type thing, I figured that she would think she would see that as 
you know, a kind gesture to this woman who probably doesn't have anything like that. Mm-hmm. And she had w- waited on me or had been helpful to me and taken care of me while we were there. Yeah. And so I just, here you go. Very in keeping with your character. I liked it. Really? Because at the time I remember you guys being like, what? Yeah. Or at least saying, well, you might need him again for a ceremony. I'm like, I, I don't think Tira would care. She'd just be like, well, I'll get there when I get there. If I need fancy clothes somewhere else, I guess I'll just buy new fancy clothes or something. The last thing on my list is my Starstone LNSR. Great. So that's a, a good rundown of all the things you think you have. <laughs> right. Well, there's actually, then there's a couple more things yeah. over here. A leather bag. Of, I think it's just a leather bag. I don't think that was a fancy thing. I think it's just a leather bag. Mm-hmm. Um, my leather armor, which protects me from force damage. I forget what it was called. I just put leather armor. Armor of resistance. Armor of resistance. And then my ring of resistance. From acid. Uh, poison, yeah. It's poison. Like, I have poison. Poison okay. damage protects me from poison damage. So I, I need to remember to, in our next actual play episode before we go into battle... That Tyr is just going to put it on because there's no reason for me not to wear that all the time. It's not going to be in the way, really. And you know, if I get poisoned, it'd probably be too late to put it on then. <laughs> yeah. Um, so like buying insurance after the fact. Exactly. <laughs> um, and then the last thing on my inventory is the airship. Uh huh. That was a good one. You have, I think, something else in there too, don't you? Three days of food. <laughs> Do you have your titles written in there? Oh yeah, I didn't think that was. I thought that was going to be a new section because it's not inventory. Yeah. It's things you've collected. (laughs) It is things I've collected. So I did, I have been making note of the various titles that we have been given as we've gone. I feel like I'm missing a a recent one because the last one I have is from Tuonue. Have we gotten any, did we get one from the Wolfertani or from any of the other Watani? No. They haven't, they haven't titled us yet, huh? No. That's after we save them from the Reaver's Army, then they'll title us. They're kind of busy right now. I guess. Um, so our very first title was Heroes of Arden, and that was what Chiswick dubbed us. Dear sweet oh, Chiswick. Stop it. Okay, I'm just going to stop real quick here, and I'm going to put the question out to Stackers, all right? When you guys listened to the early episodes, did you think I was flirting with Chiswick? Like, did you think... That there was something going on there because I had zero thought of that in my head and didn't even think that it would sound that way until later when Michael started teasing me about it. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah, for what it's worth, I never saw it either. People, and and I actually heard at least one other uh, friend of mine who's a fan (laughs) of this show, and she was like, I totally shipped Chizik and Tira. And I was like, what (laughs) are you talking about? (laughs) Listen, at the very beginning, I was so nervous playing and so unfamiliar with what I was doing and anything about my character. I couldn't even remember his name. I kept calling him mayor. (laughs) So if I was flirting, that was some pretty sad flirting. I didn't even remember the guy's name. It's your lovey-dovey nickname. Yeah, it's like, oh, thank you, mayor. (laughs) I didn't remember what he was called. All right. So Chiswick dubbed us the Heroes of Arden after we helped them defeat the marauding armies, uh, the, the bandits from the, mount, or from the forest. That's right. Um, we hold up in, the, uh, in his fortress there at the end of the street. All right. Next up was the Friend of the Desert, which I guess was, who gave us that? Sadia. Oh, Sadia. That's right. 
That's right. I was going to say, it couldn't possibly have been <laughs> the, the vizier. The or, vizier, or well, I charred him, but yeah. <laughs> um, uh, uh, the, what was the, the. The Sordan. Sordan, yeah. It couldn't have been those guys. They were not thankful to us, I'm sure. But Sadia dubbed us the friends of the desert for getting her brother back. Um, and then the last one I have is Saviors of Tuonue. And that was from. Given by the city council. In recognition of the service you provided in that battle the, 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 against the Reaver's army at Tuonui. Oh, that's right. <laughs> hey. See, I'm forgetting where <laughs> things happen. That was one with all the little, um, the guys in ghillie suits and stuff, that's right? That's right, rising okay. up out of the grass. Yes, yes, that was cool. All right, so yeah, after we won that battle and came back from the tower? Or did we just ride on after the tower? I don't remember the timing of it, but you definitely got it mm -hmm. after the Battle of Tuonui. Yeah. All right, so that's all I have written down as far as um, titles we've been awarded. Okay, and so out of your inventory, is there any one item that really sticks out as, man, I really like this item, or I really have an attachment to it? Um, I mean, really, of all those, probably the axe is the thing I'd have. Yeah, you don't have, have your fancy axe listed anywhere. Well, it's the fancy axe, I, don't, I didn't put it in my inventory, no. I, it's just up here in my list of weapons that I use. So, Do you remember I, I, where you got that? Uh, Semeries. That's right. I'm a Semeries workshop mm -hmm. in Flenmore. That's right. Yeah. After he gave me the purple ruffled shirt, which was not really much of an improvement on the mint green one. <laughs> so for me, the mint green shirt really sticks out in my mind as a, a fun key item, but you know, that's just me. I remember, I think I got rid of that one. Too. No, I got rid of the purple shirt. Yes. And I forget where if I just tossed it I think it that was at Sedge. I think you may have gotten a more earth tone shirt yeah. in, in the swamp village of Sedge. Yeah, maybe, maybe. The Star Stone, obviously, was a, is a big deal, although it, it is still less of a big deal for me than it is for Peter and Bash because I'm not an inherently magical creature. And so I'm not able to create the same kinds of effects with it as uh, Peter and, and Bash do, you know, it, for them, it's almost like a, a prism that focuses their magical abilities. Mm -hmm. Whereas mine has, has come in, uh, it's, it's been important in times when we needed to combine our efforts. For and every things. time you summon your mother. Right. Yeah. Every is, time that, is that what does that? I thought that was just. That's, the, that's what does it. But that was just part of a level up. It is, but you're, I mean, that's all theirs is too. Oh, okay. Their magic abilities come from. Leveling up. Okay, so we're saying that that's where my mother comes yes. from. All right. Well, then I guess it is important for me to, <laughs> to have that on me. There are very few classes that don't have some kind of magical aspect to it. Fighter, like the champion branch of the fighter, really doesn't rely on magic at all. But there are some fighter branches that do. Gotcha. And I think that'll do it. Now, you said that you had kind of sat down with this sheet and sort of tallied up an estimate of what the total weight of everything I'm carrying would be. Yeah. So going through everything and dropping out like the light hammer that's now gone, one of your javelins that's now gone and stuff, I came to a figure of about 96 pounds of gear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have your weight listed on your... Uh, yeah, it's like 137. Yeah. So you're carrying almost your weight... <laughs> <laughs> in gear that's hefty that is hefty and uh, thankfully you have a 20 strength i do have my strength is 20 yeah, yeah. you're a dynamo 
it's certainly within your carrying capacity. Yeah. And certainly as you wear some of these things, are going the weight will be distributed. And I'm assuming that a lot of the stuff is either in your backpack or well secured to your person so that mm-hmm. it's not bouncing around and right, throwing right. off your balance, your stride. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of weight. Not as much weight as Peter. We'll get to that in his Invin story episode. <laughs> Before we close this out, Stackers, I wanted to ask you, what Invin stories do you have? Do you have any old character sheets lying around with items on the inventory section that really bring back fond memories for you? Share those with us. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at stackodice, or you can contact us through email at stack.o.dice at gmail.com. Share those stories with us, and if we can get those in maybe before next week, we'll do what we can to share your Invin stories in one of those episodes. Also, later this week, we will release Thane's Invin story episode. We're going to go ahead and record that next, and then we'll share that toward the end of the week so you have something to look forward to through this week. We hope you're making it through this very interesting time. Uh, Meredith, before we close out, I wanted to ask you, do you have a message that you'd like to give our stackers? I know you said something at the beginning, but do you have something you'd like to say? We just really miss you guys. We think, we're thankful that you are kind of sticking with us through all this. Hopefully, the, the scattered content that we're able to bring to you still week to week is, is something that you are enjoying and giving you something, a nice little distraction each week to some, something fun to listen to and more scope for your imagination. But I seriously cannot wait to be back together with you all at the table playing and uh, bringing our regular story. We are on the we're, we left off on like the worst cliffhanger ever. Not on purpose. <laughs> Not on purpose. No, it turned out to be a terrible cliffhanger because we're waiting for that big battle with the Reavers army. So we will try not to disappoint after however long we of a wait. We have plenty of time to plan. <laughs> yeah, no, it better be epic. <laughs> the longest night ever, yeah. No, goodness. Oh, dear. But yeah, we love you all. Thank you so much for listening and for uh, for engaging with us. And please stay safe and well at home. We appreciate you all. Thank you so much. All right. As Meredith said, our actual play episodes will be coming up once this begins to tail off here in the United States and we'll be able to get back together again with Michael. And in the meantime, as usual, we look forward to seeing you here again next time at Stack of Dice. But I seriously cannot wait to be back together with you with a <laughs> There's our bleep. <laughs> yes.